to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on the podcast app that you're listening to my show on, make sure to follow me. Give me a five-star review if you can. You could just hit five stars. You don't have to write something out. But if you write something out, if you love my show, write something out. I love reading those reviews. Also, if you haven't followed me on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. I'm at Strict Anonymous both on Instagram or Twitter. And if you want to be on the show, you could DM me over on Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous. Or you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail. Dot com. This is a call-in show where everyone remains anonymous. So you could call in. I'm going to change your voice. You can make up a fake name. All I want from you is your true story. Or I also have something now called Fetish Fridays as well as today, which is Girl Talk. Girl Talk Fridays, okay? On Fridays, every other Friday I do a Fetish Friday. And then the other Fridays I do Girl Talks where I just rap about something that has to do with SEX. I am currently looking to talk to a girl about dick size. (laughs) I just think it's a hot topic. I don't know why. Because whenever I do have a show on and a guy mentions his dick size or we talk about it, I get a lot of comments on it. So I think two girls rapping about dick size would be great if anyone wants to call in because they're a size queen or they only like little dicks or whatever it is. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. We'll have you on the show. I also have a call-in advice show, uh, a call-in uh, hotline, which you could call and just leave a naughty confession if you want. I change the voices there too. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, if you want to, you can call that number 24-7. The details... Uh, that I just gave you, all the details I just gave you are in the description. So don't worry about remembering any of that shit links to everything (laughs) are are in my description. Um, So today we're going to be talking about sexting and who better to talk about sexting to than Elizabeth Dell. She is a girl that was totally into sexting, really good at sexting actually. And in the pandemic, during the pandemic, she had this great idea to start an app to promote other people to get into sexting with their partners. And her app is great. It's called Amra. She's going to discuss all that. She's going to talk about why she started the app, but she really gets into like sexting and, and the reason why it's great to sext and how it builds intimacy. She has sexting tips. She's very like good at sexting. Like I said, she talks about uh, how and why she likes it. You're going to be like, oh, why didn't this bitch start a sex uh, talk hotline herself? Is that what it's called? What is it called now? A phone sex, phone sex, because she's got a great voice and she says delicious a lot in a really hot way on this episode. You'll hear it. You'll know exactly what I mean when you listen. (laughs) But anyway, she just talks about how she really truly believes that sexting is a language and it has to be learned intimacy dirty talk it's all learned behavior she always was good at it she wants to teach you how to be good at it so sit back and relax and i'm going to be right back on with elizabeth dell this is the strictly anonymous podcast uh hi elizabeth Be- Adele, right? Should I do? I could say your last name because you're not anonymous on my show. You are. I'm not anonymous. No. I am, yeah, I am the founder of Amorous, so I am known. Yeah, and Amorous is a sexting app. So I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to have you on so we could talk about sex and sexting? And I mean, I yeah. wonder because I looked over your bio and you were like a film producer and you did some pretty great movies right before mm-hmm. you founded this app and started Amorous. And so I just wonder, like, where's the effing leap and what made you decide to create a sexting app? Were you like obsessed with sexting? Were you bad at sexting? Were you like, I got, you know, were you like, why sexting? 
Well, so honestly, I'm not bad at sexting. I'm actually <laughs> really good at it. Oh, I okay, have good. now amorous t-shirts that say sexting ninja on the back that I wear to events and promote. But I've always loved communication. Like I've always loved storytelling and mm-hmm. then the filmmaker by, you know, previously. And what sexting is, is talking to someone about sex. And right. when you're talking about sex, usually what you're doing is telling stories to each other. You're involving another person in this story of pleasure and intimacy. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was really about, this was something that was born out of the pandemic. So I have always loved sexting. It's something I've done for years. I just love pleasure and I love intimacy and I'm engaged in a lot of worlds around that. Mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic hit and we all were sheltered in place, I went into lockdown, not with a partner with me. Okay. So I was really using digital tools, uh, <laughs> burning up my thumbs is what I like to call it. Right. Um, so I was burning up my thumbs and at the same time, I was really feeling not my best self mm-hmm. in the apocalypse. You know, this was not my most creative self. It was not my most shiny, bubbly, full of ideas, full of everything. So I really was like, okay, let me see what the, you know, I, I could use some help here. Yeah. I really, really want this. I want to be talking about sex with my partners. I want to be engaged with them through my phone, which is like the way I have to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do all of it myself because it's, I'm getting exhausted. Yeah. So I went and I asked the internet for help and I figured that would be easy. And the internet said, hard pass. Yeah. And I was I, 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 I just was like, wait, no, I don't I don't think you understand. I asked you for sex. That's why we built you. You're the Internet. There should be a million answers. In fact, there should be like six point nine million answers in point one seconds. Right. That's what the answer should have been. But in fact, I went looking and looking and there was very little that was there to serve two people. There's, if you are one person on a solo pleasure journey, whether that's you want to learn about an identity or you want to watch porn of every stripe under the sun or you want to sort of be anonymous in a forum, there's lots of things for you. But if what you want is a known partner in yourself and you want to make that interaction better, yeah, basically the two-player game, yeah. there really isn't a lot out there that's not... 20 years old and kind of cheesy truth or dare game or like stuff that just like doesn't feel it just feels outdated it didn't feel like fun it didn't feel delicious it didn't feel engaging it didn't feel welcoming and so I started out just being super annoyed because I was like what the hell internet excuse Mm -hmm. my French Uh, I just like like that you should have this and then after a little while I was like wait maybe this is an opportunity maybe I can go make something for the world. Maybe I can go fix sexting. I don't know what that even means, but there's something here. And so I started exploring and I started trying and I started thinking about it. And what was born out of that was amorous because I was, I knew that what I wanted was a way to be delicious with the person that I want to have sex with, or I am having sex with, or I'm going to have sex with, but that specific person, but I wanted it to be better without having to do all the work myself. And so, yeah, that's, but like, I love sexting. I love telling those stories. Uh, I, you know, that is a thing that helped me survive the lockdown. So now when you said you went looking, wait, when, so when you said you went looking on Google for information, cause you needed help, like, cause I know, I mean, I hope that my guys that I've done this with don't listen to this mm-hmm. and they don't know that this is my little secret, but like there have been times where someone's like, you know, wanting to sext or phone sex. And I like go looking for scripts. Like, can you give me some fucking sentences to just think of just to get me going? Because, you know, sometimes you're just, is that what you were looking for? That kind of information? Because I wonder, like, what were you Googling and what kind of information were you looking for? I may just be lazy and that's yeah. what I, why I was looking for that. So I was starting there, but that, you know, those sorts of suggestions are yeah. often, they're not specific to the partners. Yeah. And what I was really looking for, I was like, help me kickstart us. Help me learn about us. Let me find way, because for me, the thing that's always 
the most delicious and the most engaging is when I know that I'm really authentically with my partner, even through a phone. But the things that they're telling me about what turns them on or the role play we're doing is like really exciting to them. And it's them and not anyone else like that specificity that's the thing that's really exciting to me. And so I was like, are there games where we can explore each other's desires? Are there, like, what can we do that will help us discover each other and then maybe give us a starting point to go have another conversation without having to think of all those starting points myself? So what can you do? If it is so specific, right, and it is about the other person, what what are your tips of what people can do to get that conversation going so it is really about the other person and not sort of this generic thing that you're just doing it, you know, yeah. make it go away or like you get it over with or well, finish it, you know? Well, when I, I actually give lectures, I just got back from a thing called Exotica giving a seminar on sexy chat. And I, when I teach, I always say my one top piece of advice if nobody remembers anything else i say mm-hmm. ask questions right questions are the secret ninja silver bullet and the reason is is because a question specific it gets an answer from your partner it gets their version of the world mm-hmm. not anyone else's you're not assuming that you know you're going to get turned on by touching my boobs or you're going to get turned on by imagining being in voyeuristic experience like someone might like that they might not but if you ask you know would you like to go to a sex club with me and they say hell yeah you're like oh great now let's role play a sex club Mm -hmm. but if they're like oh i've never been to one of those and i'm not really sure i'd like it okay great then let's do something else but now we're 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 focusing in on what it is that we want to do together. What is it that's truly going to turn us both on? And so I'm all about from the very first kind of introduction of a sexy idea, like, Hey, I had a sexy thought. Can I share it with you? Mm -hmm. You know, just a very simple, would you want to have this conversation style question to a, Oh, you said you like to have your neck touched how do you like to have your neck touched do you want me to blow on it do you want me to bite it do you want me to scratch it when you ask questions that's the way to get your partner really engaged in what their version Mm -hmm. of hot as hell is Right. And now are you at like, is that the beginning of the sexting with your partner? Are you are you asking them questions before or is that how you start your sexting experience with them? Well, I think questions are great ways to kick it off, especially because I think when you're starting a sexy conversation, the first thing you need to do is make sure that this is the right time and space and place for your partner to have that sexy conversation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they might be like, actually I'm in the grocery store right now. Can we do this in an hour? Um, And so asking even just the, are you feeling sexy? What are you up to? Can I share a sexy story? Like questions are a great way to start the idea of Mm -hmm. is now right. Is this right? But I actually think questions are great all the way through because a question also says, I am listening to you. I am asking a question based on, especially it's, I mean, the important thing is not that your questions are always changing the subject, in which case you're pretty clearly communicating that you're not listening to the partner. But if someone, Mm -hmm. like I said, if someone's saying, oh, I think a hot tub would be really sexy. And you're like, oh, really? Where? Like, is a hot tub at a hotel or is this a hot tub at like a cabin far out in the yeah, woods yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. where would you want that hot tub to be yeah that's smart you are telling them that you're in it that you're listening to them that you want what they want but also that you want to like learn more and get deeper and imagine more and get sexier and so and then you're building something together and in fact one of the you know amorous is a what I built is a sexting platform. So it's messaging, but it's messaging with a bunch of games around it to facilitate sexting. And one of the games is specifically sexy conversation starters exactly for this. And they're almost all questions. I mean, sometimes they're sort of questions. They're like, share the farthest you've ever traveled for sex or share the longest you ever had an orgasm. So, you know, describe, but they're all 
like questions, ways to get that sexy underway. You know, what's a smell that always turns you on? Interesting questions that might spark something in your brain and go, ooh, and then you can talk about it or not. But the app gives you a place to start and gives you a question kickoff. Right. Now, when you like, so say I have this app, does my partner have it too? And you talk with mm-hmm. within the app? Is that how it goes? Yep. Yep. And it's all one to one. So there's no like marketplace. There's no social profile. You don't have to worry about anyone seeing you. You come on the app, you invite your partner specifically with an invite link or with a QR code. And then the two of you are connected in your own private bubble, like you know, WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or something. Mm-hmm. You're just like one-to-one or, se- or texting. Right. But it's super encrypted, totally private. Um, and then you can have all kinds of conversations that you might want to have and play all the games. And the games are all wrapped into your chat. So you can play chat sparks and it will ask you questions and then you can talk about them and then you can do another one. And it all is about how do I help two people get engaged with each other, right? When I, I believe that when Amorous is working right, we are like little sparks of energy, but mostly it's about two people being sexy and delicious with each other because that's the thing that's really amazing. But now, listen, I think that a lot of times what men consider hot or want in the moment or what gets them hard could be very different than what a woman does you know what do you think is the difference between what men are looking for compared to women and is there a difference maybe I'm wrong I don't know well I think I think that everybody is entirely on a spectrum I think that the in the porn industry and a lot of others sort of present a very male-driven gaze because Mm -hmm. that's what we see a lot and so and there you know I come from production you know for not the porn industry, I come from just sort of feature films, yeah. but you know, you're about how do you appeal to the widest audience? What are the most people going to like? And how yeah. do you get sort of deepest into what's going to capture attention? The difficulty there is that what it misses is seduction. And I think that that's a thing that is, you know, partially gendered, but partially not, mm-hmm. that really everybody likes being flirted with. Everybody likes being seduced. Right. And it's about finding the, the sort of topics for that and the rhythm for that. And I think when you have a place that you're interacting just with another person and you can find that, that's what the app is really there to do. So we have a game called Fantasy Swipe, which has tie like, fun pictures and cards with fantasies on them. You tell the app which ones you like and don't. You get a few every day. Your partner does the same. And your mutual matches are revealed. And what that does is give you a place to start from. Like, oh, we both think librarian student is cool. Oh, okay. So then maybe let's talk about that. Maybe let's get into that. How, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What kind of library is it? Which one of us is the student? What's the overdue book? Is there a penalty? Uh, And we help with some prompts around that so that it kind of eases you into those conversations. I think though that when I talk about what sexting is like, I, rather than saying it's one gender or another, I prefer to say Everybody is not only unique in what they want, Mm -hmm. but they're unique on a day-to-day basis. Right. You know, today I might want slow, seductive romance. Tomorrow I might want to get thrown against a wall and I am so on it and I'm already at, you know, 75% of the way there. And please just like, let's do a quickie that takes me the rest of the way. So it's all about that conversation. And I think finding where you are with your other person and sometimes that's gendered and a lot of times that's not that's just what's my mood what am I feeling what happened in the world around me Um, and where are we in our conversation and exploration and so what I want to do is help overcome some of those most common difficulties like how do we get started and what do we start talking about and what might we both love so that then people can explore each other and find out what it is what is not only what is the thing that turns that person on Mm -hmm. but what's the way that that thing turns that person on you know I know that 
between different partners, there are partners where like certain turns of phrase they just adore. Or there are things for me that like, I don't always even know what they are until my partner writes it to me. And then I'm like, oh, fuck that. That's amazing. Say that again and again and again, because that's like a winning little combination. But that's unique to every person. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, anybody, any sex therapist is going to say communication. That's what it's all about for, you know, mm-hmm. good sex. I, I am always talking to uh, people about their sex lives. I will be actually telling people about your app in the future because I feel like it doesn't, it's not just to help you learn how to sex. It's going to help you learn about your partner. I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to somebody who has a secret kinky thing that they're into and they just can't tell their partner you know and sometimes it's somebody that's been married to someone for over 40 years and I think that's even harder at that point like how do you reveal to them this whole time you've been into this thing you know or somebody in the beginning of the relationship these things and you know and we're always talking about how that person who's hiding that secret fantasy to get can get to the place where they you know see some sort of window of opportunity Uh that they could bring it up so they could tell their partner they love wearing pantyhose or they want to wear panties or they want to be tied up or they want to see them fuck another person you know all these kinds of things this is like a really nice way to then reveal all the little secret things that you were always into to your partner well I really talk about Amorous as an intimacy app, Mm -hmm. right? We are a romance app. We are a romance app that does a lot of pleasure and sexuality as part of that because that is romance and intimacy. But what I want to do is I want to facilitate delicious conversations between people because the first – when you have a wonderful, sexy conversation with someone – you, chances are there's a lot of pleasure there. And that pleasure might be the conversation itself. It might be that you understand something about your partner and the next time you have sex, there's a little bit of a change and it's even more delicious. Mm-hmm. But that's an amazing feedback loop. And the more you do it, the more you do it. Yeah. And I think there's so many, there's so much of intimacy and communication between couples that is, we don't teach it. We don't, and we don't teach it positively. We don't say, no, Hey, this exactly. is like just what you should all be doing or what, what, and I even don't like to use the word should, this mm-hmm. is what will make your relationship more fun, more yeah. delicious. And it doesn't matter what the level of commitment between you two is. You could be casual once every three months, you know, sex buddies, but if you're able to talk to each other about what kind of sex you want when you're sex buddies, chances are it's going to be so much better. Right. You know, it's just having those communication skills at all levels and depths of a relationship are so valuable. But they're also, it's like riding a bicycle. We would, or, or any other skill. Nobody would walk into the, walk around in the world and go, you know what I want to do? I want to compete in the Tour de France today. I don't know how to ride a bicycle, but I'm going to go compete in the Tour de France. They just wouldn't do that. It's like, oh, I want to ride a bicycle. That sounds interesting. Let me first rent a bicycle and try it a little bit or go to a park or borrow a friend's. Let me, you know, and then let me practice and then let me go on longer and longer rides. And then maybe eventually I'm going to want to do a triathlon with it, but I'm going to ramp up to that. Whereas I think porn shows us only the most extreme version. Porn shows us the Tour de France. Porn shows us, like, I always like to say we all try and learn sex from porn but that's like trying to learn how to drive from the fast and the furious like like you wouldn't do that yeah no one does it in real life yeah you know and what what we don't get is that on-ramp and I think when people have like a sexy thing that they want to do with their partner a fetish or desire or just a an act that they've wanted for years the The most powerful thing you can do, and there is research on this, to get your partner to do a sex act that you want is to tell them that you want it. Exactly. That's simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that is both simple. It's, I mean, it's simple like saying, oh, be good at something. That is a simple sentence, but it is not a simple concept. It's really difficult to tell your partner that. And so you need to practice. You need to practice with the easier stuff. Have a conversation about back massages, have a conversation about scents that you find delicious, get comfortable talking about pleasure, about things that you like, about what 
turns you on or doesn't and in what context. And the more you do that, the more you have the skills and the trust to then have the deeper conversation and the deeper conversation. You know, you, you shouldn't, it's not, Hey, I want to have a threesome. Is maybe not the first conversation about sex, right? It's you don't, you don't start with or that. the one hundredth or the ten thousandth. <laughs> yeah, but promise yeah. you, all the ones in between are going to be delicious too. Like, right. Build that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I just think, even for partners, a lot of times, like I said in the beginning, a lot of a sex therapist would tell people, like, you know, communicate what you're into and have these conversations with your partner. But sometimes it's hard to look, you know, sit across from somebody and tell them, you know, the reason why people tell me their naughtiest things uh, on my podcast is because they're calling me. I don't see, I can't see them. You know, there's something about Mm -hmm. sexting that's a little safe too, you know, uh, in, in revealing who you are, because like you said, it is very hard. It sounds really simplistic. Like tell somebody what you fucking want and they'll do it, you know, but these kinds of things because of society and judgments about, you know, our sexual fantasies, there's just so much out there that it's hard, you know, and scary. So I think that sexting is a great way to do it. And it's a little safe because you're not, you know, you're kind of hiding behind your phone. And that's not bad. I think that that's a great thing. Well, and I think it's, it's learning a language. Like there's a, it's not learning a language like you have to use words that you don't know the definitions of, but you have to use them in new ways. There is a language of talking about pleasure, mm-hmm. of talking about of intimate conversation, right. of naughty talk and dirty talk that has to be learned just like how to cook a thing has to be learned, just like all of the things we do in our lives all how our learned behaviors we learn how to drive, we learn how to, we practice. And there is very little opportunity given to us in the world to practice being intimate with a person. And one of the things that's really nice about, like you say, about a phone is that when you are doing this conversation digitally, sometimes you can think, you can rehearse what you want to say. You can look at a question and think about it a bit and you can type a few things and then backspace a bit and then try again. Mm -hmm. And in the process of that, in the process of all of those conversations, you're learning a language of how to talk about intimacy and pleasure. I mean, it personally, I, you know, it was very funny that when I create, started thinking about making Amorous, I called all of my girlfriends and I was like, okay, I think I'm doing this crazy thing. I think I'm going to become a sex tech entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was insane. And they were all like, oh yeah, that's totally on brand. <laughs> well, just the, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you kind of sound like you could have been a phone sex operator the way you talk and the way you say delicious. I'll never be able to hear that word again. I mean, you just say like, you know, you, just, <laughs> you know, you definitely have it. a flair for it. I mean, it, it's your thing, you know, you're not like you're not I, playing yeah. a role. It seems like it comes naturally to you. No, I, I love talking about sexuality. I love mm-hmm. talking about intimacy. Right. But I think this is also learned behavior. Mm-hmm. If you talked to me, and I don't mean learned like I was forced to, I mean yeah. like I taught myself. But if you talked to me at 10 years ago, I did not, I could not say the things that I say now. This was a process. I actually remember, you know, I early in the advent of uh, Tinder and of iPhones, I had an iPhone and I was discovering this thing, Tinder, and I was sort of talking to people on it. And then I had a friend who, honestly, he was an ex-lover, but a barely there ex-lover. He Mm -hmm. had, you know, we had gone out a couple of times, like eight years previously, and then had sort of stayed texting friends, but never really, you know, the dating didn't work out. And he reached out and we got into this texting relationship and we would, you know, once or twice a week or, you know, sometimes more, sometimes less, get in these long conversations on text about sex, about sexuality, about what we wanted, about sharing our each other's personal stories. And we were not actually having sex together, but... I look back on that mm-hmm. as so much learning for me about just practicing talking about my own sex, talking about my own pleasure, expressing to another person what turned me on. And that was a skill I had to learn. And he was a really, you know, we never had sex again, but he was really important in my journey of discovering my own pleasure because he helped give me space to acquire a language to describe it. Right. 
Now, are you in a relationship now? Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, I am actually in a relationship where I met the person sexting during the pandemic. Oh, really? So wait, did you meet them mm-hmm. on an app and then you started sexting? Because you obviously didn't have your app. You didn't have your Amorous app yeah. created yet. But no. I mean, this is somebody that you met online and because you couldn't meet up because of COVID, yeah. you just were sexting a lot? It's just somebody that I met online on a dating app and mm-hmm. we were just having a lot of fun talking to each other. Honestly, like this previous history partner you know it was someone to have remote fun with Mm -hmm. and I never expected it to be more than that and then uh, time went on and then we actually had an opportunity to meet in person and we were I think both of us completely shocked that we actually liked each other a lot in person Mm -hmm. as well (laughs) and that has since blossomed into uh, an in-person relationship as well. Now, what about sexy pics? Is that something that you could send through? I'm assuming that's something you could send through the app. Mm -hmm. And are there games to play with that? Or, I mean, how does that play into your amorous app, the the pics? Yeah, I am all for sharing pictures. Mm -hmm. We have, we are big fans of people sharing pictures on the app. Uh, You can definitely send back and forth. Everything is totally encrypted. And we actually built it so that it has... Uh, the app has what I call revocable consent, which means basically oh. anything you can send, you can always take back. You don't have to put a timer on it. You don't have to decide today if you want them to see it tomorrow. Uh-huh. But it, if I send you a picture and I decide tomorrow or a month from now that actually I don't really want that picture in the world, I delete it and it deletes automatically on both sides. No oh, questions that's cool. Asked. Uh-huh. And, and same with any message I send. If I send a message or I can delete an entire relationship, that's really built into the core of the app is the idea that everything, you know, if you just consent to something, but then later you don't want to consent to it anymore, it's gone. That's the nature of it. We also, though, have games around pictures. So right now we have one game called Jigsaw, which is exactly like it sounds. You can take a picture and send it to your partner, Ooh. but they get it as a blurred jigsaw puzzle and they have to do the work to solve the puzzle before the picture gets revealed. Wow. I like that. I well, yeah. first of all, I love puzzles, yeah. so I'm like a I'm a puzzle mm-hmm. person, but I love that it is blurred so they can't so they're being teased the whole time, like just yeah. wondering what that and they don't get it clear until they put the puzzle together. How many pieces yep, are those exactly. puzzles? The pe- the puzzles are 16 pieces. Yeah, uh, and right. then we do yeah, give you awesome. a little hint. So like yeah. when it's when the piece is in the right place, the piece glows purple. So you can just trial and error get there eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. by yeah. just swapping the pieces around until they're all purple. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. If you're bad at puzzle, if you're a fucking moron, I mean, it's only 16 pieces, but so if you want to go quickly, you could do that if you don't want to actually use Mm -hmm. your brain. (laughs) Right. You can always brute force the system if you need to. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That's a really cool game though. So, you know, and what, and what else can you do? What other kinds of things are on the app? So you have games with, with the the photos. So we have games. So we have three games right now and another one coming out shortly. So the three games right now are Chat Sparks, which is our questions around sexy conversation starters. So we have over 400 questions in there that you can, you hit the button and you get a question asked to both parties. And so you both get asked something like, what's a smell that always turns you on or the farthest you've traveled for sex or what's the most erotic thing you ever wore? And you can have a whole conversation about it or just hit the button again and try another question. Honestly, you can even just sit on the couch if you are people who live together and just hit the button again and again and ask each other questions in yeah, real totally. life. Yeah. Um, and we, we actually even have a physical game that's available on our website that's like a card game, which again has all of these questions in it. So you can play the physical card game or take it to a swinger party or something. Uh, and then we also have, we have a game called, this game called Fantasy Swipe, which is hundreds of fantasies that you swipe yes and no. Your partner also can it's a few every day. We sort of keep it tantalizing, come back and come back. But your partner also swipes and then the mutual matches are revealed. So you I get a chance to that. uncover shared fantasies and sort of say, ooh, okay. Um, fun fact, as of this week, the most swiped fantasy this month mm-hmm. is Cockring. Uh, followed oh, really? by, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cockring is currently our number one fantasy. These things move around yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah. but else? it's always really yeah. fun yeah. to see what's on the list. Um, 
So yes, let me see. Let me Have you ever list. put gangbang on there? You. Because I'll tell you this: when I put out an episode about a fucking gangbang, I get it's the most downloaded. <laughs> or the one, let me, or the one where the or guys want to see their their partners. Want, people want to see their partners have get pleasured by other people. That's another one. I don't know if you get that hardcore on your app. But these are things that I like people, you know, I guess it's like, mm-hmm. listen, I don't think most people have had a gangbang, you know, I, so yeah. but when I but put it's your in, fantasy. it totally it must be because the, that is like mm-hmm. my number one uh, episode that I'll put out as I a gangbang. Well, and it's funny, you know, one of the like we've one of the questions that we put in chat sparks both in the game and in in the app is what's a fantasy that you don't want in real life? Right. Because I think that there's also a really interesting conversations like this. One of the things that's great about talking about sex in a sexting context is that it's not necessarily in real life. Like you can engage with fantasy. That's maybe not a thing you ever want to do. And if I can give advice to the sexters out there, be cognizant of that. I think sometimes they're, And again, I don't want to be too gendered, but I think this happens. This is a fear maybe more for women than for men. Mm -hmm. That if you talk about a thing, you are implicitly giving consent to want to do a thing. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And so there's Mm -hmm. a like, I don't want to talk about it if that means that all of a sudden I'm going to be expected to do a threesome next week. And I don't know if I want to ever do a threesome. I just want to talk about the idea of a threesome. Mm -hmm. And so if you can make sure that your partner knows that you're clear that conversations about fantasy are okay to stay as purely fantasy, that you like that, that talking about a fantasy in no way commits someone to actually wanting to do that in real life. That's an incredibly powerful tool to sort of build trust and build great sexting is with your partner knows like this can be purely fantasy. Yeah, no, that's very important to make that distinction. I think like I did my 500th Mm -hmm. episode. I, I interviewed myself because I never are talking about myself. I'm always talking about other people, you know, but I did myself and I like put it out to my people. Oh, ask me a lot of questions. And then everyone, you know, want to know about my sex life. I haven't done half the things my Mm -hmm. listeners have, but I said like, would I ever, it was a question like, would you ever had a male, male, you threesome? It's like, no, but I used to like mock that up in fantasy. Like that's a, that's something I like Mm -hmm. to think about and pretend to do, but nothing I would ever do in real life. And I think a lot of people have that line. You know, and I think like yeah. what you just said is super important. You know, role playing fantasies mm. with each other is if you have a good enough imagination, it's fucking great. It's amazing. And so if you can like in swiping on our fantasy swipe game, be like, OK, we both are into this camper van or, oh, we both like the idea of a nude beach. And yeah. maybe you really want to go to a nude beach. Maybe you just want to like imagine what you would what your most fabulous nude beach yeah. experience would be. But now you know that you both think that would be cool. So now you can imagine that together. You can have a whole conversation and start from a place of, oh, here's a thing we're opted into. Here's a thing that we both say hell yes on. Right. What are your fan yeah. like what are your things that you put out there? Can you tell me? Or you or do you put that out there at all? Being that you know I mean, you keep I that don't, private. Like I kept all my stuff I private t- on my show. <gasps> Well, I mean, I I tend to keep my most part, like my current history private just because I'm a really big believer that, you know, my partners also have to consent into anything that gets shared. Yeah. Um, But I've certainly had, uh, let's see, there was years ago, I had a lover, a sort of infrequent lover who was a air marshal. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you. As far as I could tell, air marshal's jobs were often very, very boring. Like you just have to sit on really long plane rides all the time. Right. And, you know, punctuate, like you have to have a lot of skills when they're needed, but most of the time you're just sitting on an airplane and you can't go to sleep because you're the air marshal. Yeah. And so you're rarely needed. You I just mean, sit on, yeah. Yeah. So he would just sit on the airplane with his devices and message me, you know, from the air over an ocean. And we would have all of these really interesting, sexy conversations while oh my flying <laughs> to somewhere or another. And, uh, and so, you know, I mean, let me tell you, it was, we had so much delicious fun. The one fantasy he did kind of ruin, though, was the Mile High Club. He was like, nah, it's not really as cool as you think it is. It's mostly, you know, and then he described like six failed Mile High Club experiences. And I was like, oh, oh, OK, I, I don't want to know that the people around you can hear you. And, and I was like, yeah, why are you ruining my fantasy? 
Oh my god, that's hilarious! So if the air marshal gets busted banging somebody in the thing, I mean, he might lose his job. Yeah, or bust someone else. Oh, oh like, right. Oh, He's the one. Uh, yeah. oh duh. I'm yeah. so stupid. Yeah, that's so. It's like there's like there's. He's like. When you're doing that, there's no way that the entire staff of that airplane isn't aware that that's happening. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this anymore. Man. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I love your app. Now, it's yeah. like, do people, is it free on any in the app store? Where mm-hmm. can people find it? Yeah, you, we are currently available for Apple. We're unfortunately not yet available for Android, but please, if you're out there and you're an Android user, sign up on our website. Our website is amorous.net, A-M-O-R-U-S dot net. And we will let you know we will be on Android in hopefully the next six months. And then I will let everybody know that can come join for that. But yeah, we are free on iOS right now. And listen, being very honest, I am a big believer that if you are not buying the product, you are the product. And we guarantee to everyone who uses Amorous that they are not the product. We never read, never share, never sell your data. But what that means is we are only free for now. Like we will be a subscription app. It won't be crazy expensive, but it'll be a few dollars a month to be part of Amorous. But right now we're just trying to build our footprints. So we're free at the moment. And so if people want to join early, they can get grandfathered in, but we will, we will eventually be charging for the app. That's an incentive right now. So if they sign up now though, does it stay free? If they get in now, like you say, they're grandfathered in with that and they never get charged or do they have to start paying once it goes, goes to be like a paid app? We'll definitely do something nice. I don't exactly know how it will work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it'll be like they're free forever or if it's free for the first year and you always get a VIP discount or yeah, like yeah. how that's going to work. But we will definitely we will definitely treat the first arrivers very, very nicely because we're not going to succeed without people coming and using it now. So, you know, our first adopters are who's teaching us like what to build next and what features to add and all of that great stuff. I love talking to my users and, and being like, Oh, can you do this? And can you do that? And what about this? And it would be really cool. You know, we're, we're working on a whole bunch of different features, like being able to opt into sort of a spice level, you know, if you want, do you want all things of all stripes? Or are you someone who's like, oh, you know, I'm cool with two peppers, but not three peppers. Oh, spicy. I like that. Like, like uh, how, how dirty do we help people set that. Right. Yeah, like how, how dirty, dirty how, how, how yeah. edge alternative, yeah. you know, do you want to see BDSM? Do you want to mm-hmm. see group stuff? Do you not? I want to be able to, you know, just like, just like in one-on-one and, and one-on-anything, you know, in sex in the real world, Yeah, we are all... You know, we want to enforce our boundaries, we want to understand our pleasure, we want to uh, like be able to set that tone. I want to, you to be able to do that here because this is also intimacy and it's all about where do you want to be and that's what's important. And is there an audio component to it if you want to, you know, send a, a, mm-hmm. a, a sexy audio thing? Unfortunately, audio and video are still on our dev plan. We are okay. not yet. We do not yet have them. So we can't yet send video or send audio through the app. You would have to find another place for that. Right. Um, right. Those are both things that are coming mm-hmm. as well as the ability to have a group conversation. Right now, oh. it's just one-to-one. Right. You can have many one-to-ones. So you could have six partners on Amorous and have a one-to-one connection with each one of them, but you can't have multiple people in the same conversation yet. Um, basically, all of our games, you know, you the game dynamics change totally if you have a group or if you have one-to-one, and all of our games are really designed for one-to-one, play, like two people to play. And so introducing group chat requires also introducing games that apply to groups, which yeah, is a whole other dynamic. So there's right. a whole other build. Oh, but that's super interesting. Now, who do you, like, I'm assuming you're gathering up, like, all kinds of information on the people who are logging in and or, you know, downloading your app. What are you finding? Is it typically mostly single people? Because I keep looking at it from like the married person's perspective. And I think it's great for that person. It's a no brainer for the single person, you know, especially if they don't have a partner there or someone in a long distance relationship. I mean, there's so many different kinds of people Mm -hmm. and reasons to use your app. What do you find is most of the, you know, the demographics of the people that are, are they mostly women, mostly men, single, married? 
So we are, uh, Amorous is really a two-player system. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work for one person alone. Right. You have have to invite a partner and connect with them and all the games are about with that partner so we don't we see people of all different relationship stripes everything from very you know casual or brand new relationships people that are just getting to know each other casual lovers or bdsm partners or you know it can be all but you have to you do have to have the other person right so it's always going to be too right yeah that doesn't yeah yeah. you got to have some way of like, if you know, but what we find is we find we definitely have a lot of long distance relationships that use the app because it's a great way to have those sexy conversations and feel like they're sort of separate and private and totally encrypted and kind of away. You know, you're not going to end up accidentally in this text stream with everything else that, you know, we definitely don't want those pictures accidentally sent on the, that app to the wrong person. Oh my God, um, yeah. And so, you know, we do that. We have a lot of newer relationships where they're, you know, they know they're maybe not living together and they want to talk and they want to have sexy conversations. Mm -hmm. But we also have people who are in very long term relationships and are looking to spice things up and they're looking to find kind of a new way in to start a conversation and or a new, you know, a lot of times when you're in a long term relationship, you get locked into patterns and not intentionally on either side necessarily. It's just you get in a habit and then the habits are hard to change because they seem everyone just sort of is fixed in the way it is done. And something like Amorous can be a way to change that up because nobody's ever used this app before. So nobody has a pattern for it. There is no system of how you talk on Amorous. This is a way to change the playing field right yeah changes the game you know it's kind of like going away to a hotel vacation it's like you can do things in a hotel room differently because you're like it's you're not in your normal world where your normal world rules don't apply so it's it's the same sort of idea getting you digitally into a different place to explore each other and so we get a lot of long-term relationships i would say we tend to skew a little older and i just mean like we don't get a lot of people in their early 20s. Um, we get mostly start starting at the late 20s and up. And I think it's because you, when you're younger, you're just sort of exploring sex for the first time. You're not yet. I think people are interested in amorous when they want their intimacy to improve. Right. And they're not, you know, it's, it's, it's like, how do you ride a bicycle well, as opposed to how do you just ride a bicycle at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're, first you you're have not to do how the first to ride thing. at all, right. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're how to do it well, yeah, and so it yeah, takes yeah. It, it's a little bit later stage when someone's mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, okay, now I want now I want to be get good at this. Now yeah. I want tools to make this better in my life." Um, and then you also learn some really fun things, like uh, everybody sex on Tuesdays. Really, Tuesday is a hot day. Peak day. Hot Tuesday is a hot day. Like we, there is a very weak. The weekly cycle is yeah. really clear for for texting. So it is sexy messages Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are really big days. Okay. Wednesday through the end of the week sort of falls off, and so we always peak in the first half of the week, and it's usually Tuesdays. Tuesdays are generally our top day, but Sunday, yeah, Monday, so Tuesday are the big ones. And then it starts to go down. And like Fridays and Saturdays are usually the lowest because I think people are out in the world yeah. doing yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah. with yeah. their sexy people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tuesday is when you're sitting at home wishing you were doing something with your sexy person. Right. So let's do it on the phone. Yeah, that is so, yeah, that is interesting. Those kinds of, that kind of information is always interesting to me, you know, and you yeah. get all that well, data. We, yeah, all of our, all of our data is anonymized and yeah. sort of, uh, de, you know, no, like none of that is attached to people. We don't look at individual people's data. Of we course. just look at patterns overall, like, you know, who likes which, like how many, how many people like the, uh, like, like the camper van fantasy, not which people are doing it. Yeah, no, it's no different than how, well, how I know that everyone loves the gangbang thing. You know, I don't know their, I don't know mm-hmm. the, the, per, the name, person's name that downloaded it, but I know it was downloaded and it was downloaded a right. lot. You know, you know I mean? how many, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, no one has yep. to worry that you're getting that, but you, of course you get, you get that information. Yeah, listen, I love your app. I, you know, I was listening to it a lot from the standpoint of like a, a person that's been in a, a, a a long-term relationship that maybe has lost its spark or they have these secrets and they still have never shared stuff. I just think it's a great 
conversation starter and a great way to put stuff on the table without maybe overwhelming someone without it being so scary for you to do it without it being scary for your person to you know receive that information because you just ease into it and it's a hot way to do it delicious as you would say um yeah and i think that it's great so i will be recommending it to people i will because i I see it as a solution to like certain problems besides being just a great tool in an intimate relationship to you know make for better sex between two people or even just sex long-term you know cyber sex but I think it could really help uh people more than that and just intimacy in general within a relationship Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's great thank you so much for calling in and explaining your app so much fun yeah totally I'll put links I'm so glad that I was part of it yeah me too I will put links like I said to uh the app as well as your website people should get in now because it's free okay I love a bargain and you want to get in now and get grandfathered while you can um and like I said I will definitely be recommending it in the future for people because I think it's great and I think what you did was great so kudos to you Elizabeth and thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story I really really appreciate it this was really fun I'm so glad I was able to be part of it yeah it was fun thanks so much all right thank you Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.